powers to protect. Brought to you by KCL or the IBI and funded by Commission Amman with a television license fee. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more information. This week on Ours to Protect, I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Tom Butler. Tom, I'm not going to introduce you. I'm going to allow <laughs> you to introduce you and tell our listeners about Tom Butler. Well, uh, it's great to be here. And I thank you very much for welcoming me to the studio. Um, it's wonderful to be here. Um, yes, people ask me um, what I do, and that's difficult because I do a lot of different things. I call myself a system change entrepreneur um, and a, a meta systems analyst. Um, and basically what I'm saying is that I do a lot of different things to try to change the system, to move it forward. And I think a lot about how systems work so that the things that I am doing have some effect. And I've been doing this, well, we've been doing it for over 20 years now. When you say we, tell us a little bit about the other half of the we. Yes, well, Pam is a, a very important part of it. And we even extends further because we rope in anybody that we can to our little... Uh, <laughs> game. Um, and uh, yeah, Pam and I both started this, uh, well, over 20 years ago, we uh, were, had the normal um, nine to five type jobs in the city. Um, and I started questioning my role in the world because as a financial engineer, I was in a very serious and responsible position. And I looked at the world and I said, now, wait a minute, things aren't quite right here. What can we do to take things forward, make it better, balance ethics and environment with this drive for economic growth? Is it possible? So I was very lucky because I was able to step back. I was able to go and live with my folks and ask these questions and try new things. And, uh, and Pam joined me and we've raised our family over the last 20 years. We've grown vegetables. We started an organic restaurant. We've done portfolio management, you know, a lot of different things. And I would say that I did nothing without her and support from a lot of people in the community and around the world. Nothing happens on its own. That's such a lovely story, I suppose, and inspired, but also a lovely message. Nothing happens on its own. And I suppose that's what we're trying to do with our Ours to Protect project is to talk to people locally who are making a difference, who care about <sighs> the environment, who care about climate and who want to leave the world in a better place than we found it, maybe. How does that message resonate with you and the way you choose to live your life? I know you're in a very beautiful little <laughs> uh, pocket of the world there in Carlo. Yes, it resonates um, strongly, and I, I love the way you speak about those sorts of things because at the end of the day, nothing is going to change unless we on the ground make the change. It's quite evident, increasingly from the news, that leadership is something you just don't want to step into because you get sticky and dirty and it's just not nice. And I think, interestingly, that's almost one of the positive signs that we see today. Although this year has been an absolutely disastrous year for things like climate stability and political stability, in the background, people are beginning to look up and say, now, wait a minute, is this real or is there something wrong? Or wait a minute, so you mean that thing that I believed for my whole life that democracy exists, it might not actually be the case? Um, and, and so this is a positive change. Awareness is the first step. You know, I used to be a banker sitting at the top of the pinnacle. And once I became aware of the fact that my decisions affected a lot of people, sometimes in a very negative way for my own, you know, wealth, 
I just, that was not a place I wanted to be. Do you know, it's really interesting because we must be in probably halfway through our, our environmental project and that theme comes up time and time again mm. in the chats that I've been having with people is the collective and the sense <laughs> of awareness, the individual, but that awareness and the individual and education within the collective. And I don't know, is it something very specific to people involved in the sphere of environmentalism or activism in some way that they are look beyond themselves to try and better maybe humanity for for people. I wonder, is it something quite specific to, to you uh, championers of the globe? I like to think that, it, that we're all just the same, actually. That was one of the sort of conclusions that I based all of our work on, that you can't say that people are particularly different. Yes, there's a spectrum and some people are a bit taller and shorter and all the rest of it. But at the end of the day, we're driven by the same kind of physiological dynamics. We all come from the same source. Um, in fact, that was one of the themes that strongly came out from the work we did in our recent project, um, the Feast Upon the Earth project, because we do not exist without one another. It is very interesting when you look at the emergence of hominids on this planet we are soft, vulnerable bags of water. How on earth did we survive the saber-toothed tiger and the mammoth and the ice age? It was just not going to happen. Why? Because we collaborated. Because we looked after each other. And that is what people love. People want the hug. People want companionship. They've just brought out this very long study again. They're looking at it. It's over, I think it's now 90 years long, a study on what makes people happy. Do you know what the number one thing is that makes people happy and makes people live longer? Relationships. You can put money in the corner and forget about it. It's relationships. We'll come back to maybe some of that and what life is like on a daily basis for you and some of the work that you do. But one of the things that you're here to talk about today is this Feast Upon the Earth. Uh, a conversation about food. Tell me about that. And you've brought me um, a beautiful sample of the book that is on the way a big picture story. <laughs> Tell me about it. Some absolutely gorgeous imagery in here, Tom. Well, thank you. You're very kind. Um, of course, a lot of the images um, are collated from various sources around the internet, um, but the way they're presented is original. Um, <clears throat> the The event is um, in a couple of weeks, um, the 29th of uh, what is it? The 29th of November, and it's in Tallo, and it's just a gathering of the County Carlow Environmental Network with a, um, a theme on food. And I will talk a little bit about the installation. And we've produced a book because this installation occurred at IMA, the Irish Museum of Modern Art. We fell into it almost by accident. It was very popular. This was for their Earth Rising Eco Festival at the end of September. We had a studio which we put in this installation, the main part of which is a timescape, which is two and a half meters tall and 10 meters long. So it's quite impressive. And there's a lot of uh, emotion and thought that come out of the timescape to the visitors so much so that people would step away by about panel six and come back later because there was just a lot of idea in their head um, and a lot of people said oh you've got to share this you've got to put this in schools this needs to be at the airport where's the book how do we get this how do we get this? so we made a book and so now it's available and where is it available from at the moment that's our website so uh, if you're interested please go to astrea.net a-s-t-r-a-e-a.net 
or go to breathethinkflow.com and find the shop and it'll be there. Um, in fact, you can even buy the panels if you have a nice school that you want to put something interesting in and we will have those printed specially for you and install them. But that is not an inexpensive option, I can assure you. <laughs> Thank you for that. And look, we'll come back to um, remind people of those details again. Just one of the things looking at this um, event that you're holding in the Tolo Parish Community Centre on the 29th, conversations with local experts, growers, producers, purveyors, nutritionists, fine food chef, restauranteur. That's that sense of the collective, isn't it? This is not an individual project. This is something for everybody. That's the County Carlo Environmental Network. They are amazing. I think D. Sewell has driven that over the past years and is well known throughout the country and probably abroad as well, given yeah, the, and the work she's committed. We've spoken to Dee. She does really great work. She's such a passionate activist. Yeah, so so she has invited us to do this and we're very grateful for that. I think it'll be the first meeting of the network in Tallow, so we hope to bring a few people in. Um, but everybody who's going to be speaking with has helped us and we've interacted with all of those, you know, those growers, mm-hmm. um, those nutritionists, those chefs. And it is a very lovely world to be with these people, far more comfortable than the elbowing world of the big city. The rat race. The rat race, well said. OK, so tell me a little bit then about what is your day to day life like? You're obviously involved in lots of different things. Fingers and lots of pies. Is that, mm. to, is that fair to say? It, it is. And I, I suppose it's evolved like that. That's why it's so difficult for me to sort of describe myself and put myself into a box. I'm interested in living. I'm interested in sharing our experience of life so that other people can get out of the rat race, maybe, and, and make different choices. And so the way we approach that is basically to try and show what the bigger picture is and give people a new perspective. And over the years, we've, let me say, we've put the ideas into practical applications to see if they're real or not real and, and see how they work. So one example is growing vegetables. We've been growing vegetables for over 20 years. We've been certified by the three organic bodies at one time or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've usually helped um, educate the inspectors because <laughs> that's the way it went at the beginning. Um, and we still grow vegetables. We supply them to the local grocer and the butcher when we can. Uh, we supply apple juice, which is pressed by the apple farm in Tipperary. What a great business that is. Kudos to to Con and his team there. We also, uh, (laughs) let's say, grow fuel. That's to say we harvest and we maintain and we bring in. So now we're basically heating the house with uh, felt, fallen, not felt, fallen timber, at least 80%, I would say. So that's great. We did open a restaurant once upon a time to Mm -hmm. see how you could do it. I, I would say the first organic vegetarian restaurant in London. And it was a crazy opportunity to reopen a dead site for a few months. So we played that game. We even brought our vegetables over in the aeroplane to serve in the soup and such like. (laughs) I've done a bit of portfolio management back in the day because that's my particular expertise. But the reality is whenever anyone asks me about that, I advise them really basically not to invest. But really what people want to do is invest in themselves. Invest in your education, invest in training, invest in your house, invest in your garden, invest in your children and your friends, because that's where the real return is going to come. 